Pastor Larry Cole, and I'm the founder of Torchbearer Leadership Development. I just want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, I just want to talk to you about the purpose of Torchbearer Leadership Development. Uh, every born-again Christian, as soon as they are born again, they are called to be leaders in their home, in their marriage, in their jobs, in their community, in their congregations, in their nation. We are called to be leaders. If there's one thing that's missing right now in the earth, it's leadership. We need leadership of mothers and fathers throughout our nation. Imagine if in the White House we had a father who would come in and father this nation, who would do what's best for the children. Imagine if our companies were ran by mothers and fathers who were making decisions based on their children prospering. Well, we have a Father in Heaven, and that's exactly how He thinks of us. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to flourish. He wants us to be ambassadors for Him in the earth. So at Torchbearer Leadership Development, we have um, created what we call the 3V plan to help you step into your leadership. Now the three V's, they stand for vision, value, and vulnerabilities. So let's talk about this a little bit. Let's start with vision. Proverbs 29:18 says that where there is no vision, the people perish, but those who keep the law they will be happy. So in this verse, it says that there are people of God that are perishing. They are lacking. They are suffering because there is no vision. Vision in that scripture verse refers to revelation. We should have a constant daily revelation of the Father's heart. We should have a constant revelation of what Jesus is doing. We should have a constant revelation of His Word. His Word is His primary way of speaking to His people. In much of our churches, we have lost vision. We are not getting fresh revelation of who God is and what God's doing. So you can see in this scripture that where there is no vision, the people are perishing, they are suffering, they are lacking. They're not walking in the fullness of the covenant that Jesus died to give us. The second part of that verse gives us the key to walking in vision so that we don't perish. And it says, happy is he that keeps the law. Well, that word keep means to surround. It means to guard. It means to put a hedge of thorns around something so that the foxes can't get to it. So in order for us to keep the law, we are building a hedge around the Word of God that is producing Holy Spirit-inspired revelation to us. So to keep the law, happy is He. That word happy, more times than not, is translated in the Old Testament as the word blessed. So if we have the Word of God, which we have the written Word of God, but if we are missing the revelation of that Word by the Holy Spirit, we might as well not have the Word. Anybody can read a book, but only a few people are inspired by the Holy Spirit to receive revelation of that book. And if you are a born-again believer, the Holy Spirit lives within you. 
and the Holy Spirit is talking and the Holy Spirit is opening the scriptures of the Bible and he is revealing Jesus. If there's ever been a time in history that the church needed to be strengthened, to be encouraged, to be healed, to be set free, to be empowered, to glorify the Lamb on the earth, there's been no better time than the time that we're living in. But in order for that to come to pass, we need fresh revelation. Fresh revelation is what will give us vision. Vision begins with the individual. As the individual goes, so goes the home. As the home goes, so goes the church. And as the church goes, so goes the nation. So right now, in the times that we live in, there's a lot of accusation coming against uh, our, our government. And a lot of it is right. There's truth in that criticism. But why has our nation, why have our national leaders lost vision of what America is supposed to be, of what America is supposed to do, how we are supposed to be a blessing to the world? Our federal government, our state's government, state governments, and even our local governments, we have lost vision. We've lost our purpose. Why? Because the church has lost its vision. We've been too busy defending our doctrines, defending our denominations, defending and working for our positions and our titles and our salaries. We have lost vision. The vision now is more about how many people we can fit into our building, how much we can pass the offering plate. And our hearts have gone after the things of this world, even in the church. And when our hearts are in the things of this world, we can't serve two masters. Jesus said, you cannot serve God and money. But that's a lot of what has become of our churches. We want to be popular. We want to be noticed. And it's hurt us. And it's blinded us. And we've lost our way. We've lost our vision. So what is the strength for the church to get this vision back? It's the family. It's the family that makes up the church. But in our homes, we have become hungry for entertainment. We are stuck to the television for hours every night. We don't pray anymore with our spouses and our children. We don't read the Bible um, very much at home. In our homes, we have lost vision. Most of our marriages, we don't understand what it means to have a solid, loving relationship. Jesus, uh, Paul, talked about Jesus saying that, husbands, you are to love your wives as Christ loved the church. How did Christ love the church? He laid down his life for her so that she could then be empowered to fulfill her purpose on this earth. That's a husband's purpose, is to empower his wife to accomplish her purpose while on this earth. That's the purpose of a wife is to empower her husband to accomplish his purpose. And when the husband and wife work together, the children are then being equipped and empowered to fulfill their purpose on the earth. But in our homes, we have turned away from God. Division has come, oftentimes resulting in divorce. Children are growing up wounded, having experienced abandonment and rejection. So our children are coming up blind. They are lacking revelation. They are lacking vision. So what's going to restore vision to the family? It starts with me. It starts with you.
individually. Very few people have experienced the fullness of God's covenant. One of the, the, the basic attributes of the covenant God made with us, he said, I will be your, your God and you will be my people and I will be in your midst. Is God in your midst or is he in heaven far away? If you're a born again believer, the Holy Spirit of God lives within you. Jesus has given us everything that we need to overcome the things of this world, to be overcomers, to be more than conquerors. Within our very being is the Holy Spirit of God, the same Holy Spirit that created the universe, that created the earth, that, that created everything that Adam and Eve experienced. That same Holy Spirit lives within us, and He's just as creative today as He ever was. But without vision, we've lost our creativity. Within us also is the Word of God. The Word of God is active, it's alive, it's a two-edged sword, it's powerful. But we have neglected the Word. We have lost the eternal Word of God. We might be able to quote some scriptures or, or preach a sermon, but just how much revelation are we getting out of that scripture? How much vision are we gaining from the scripture that we know? Even in Jesus' days, he, he rebuked the Pharisees saying, you're, you're blind guides, yet they could quote uh, the majority, if not all, of the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. These guys who had memorized the first five books of the Bible and could quote it without reading it, they were blind. They were lacking vision. So God has given us His Holy Spirit that lives within us. God has given us His eternal Word that, that we are to meditate upon, that we are to hunger for. He, his Word abides within us. And then last, God's given us his kingdom, the kingdom of God. Um, Jesus was asked, tell us, give us a sign, let us know when your kingdom is coming. And he said, the kingdom is within you. So we're not so much waiting on a com coming kingdom as much as we are, God is waiting on us to work with His Holy Spirit, to join hands with the Holy Spirit of God, who empowers His Holy Word, and which will raise up this kingdom within us. So, we need vision. We need Holy Spirit revelation. How do we get that? How do we tap into it? Friends, the number one way to get vision is to start spending time with God. Start spending time in prayer. And I don't mean just going down your list of requests, things that you need, things that, that you want. Yes, that's good to pray for your family members that are lost. Yes, if you know people that are, are in need, it's good to pray for them as well as providing those needs. But I, I'm talking about going beyond a level of, of petitioning God. I'm talking about a place where we fellowship with Him. I'm talking about a place where we get lost in worship, getting lost in His presence. I'm talking about worshiping until we enter into His presence and we enter in so deep that we don't want to leave. 
that we, we get so much wrapped up in His presence, in His heart, in His love, that we dread having to take responsibilities that we have during the day. And yes, we all have responsibilities, but our first priority has to be time with Jesus, time with the Father, time with the Holy Spirit. So I don't know what you have need of, but I know Jesus said this, seek first, make it a priority to seek the kingdom and his righteousness. What is righteousness? Basically, it means to be one with God. You're abiding in Him. You've been grafted into Him. There, there's, there's no separation between the two of you. If you'll seek His kingdom and His righteousness first, all these things will be added unto you. I promise you, whatever you need, you can trust the Word of God. You can trust the, the, the spoken Word by Jesus Christ Himself. And you can trust the revelation of the Holy Spirit to show you that if you seek His kingdom and His righteousness as a priority, everything that you need will be added unto you. So once we as, as individuals gain our vision, suddenly the atmosphere in our homes begin to change, our marriages begin to change, our children begin to change. The presence of God can now be felt in our homes, all because one man or one woman took time just to be in God's presence, not because we have a need, but because God longs to have a relationship with us. So once the individual is strengthened, the home is changed. Imagine if everybody at the church you attend took one week and turned the television off, turned off the computers and, and the phones, and spent one week, just two to three hours, turning up worship music in their house, opening up the scriptures to read. Imagine husbands praying for their wives and wives praying for the children and cheering, children hearing the fathers reading the scriptures out loud for one week. Imagine a family sitting down every night for one week at the dinner table and instead of, of gorging on processed instant food, we took communion together. Imagine what would what would the church look like on Sunday when all these families came back together? I guarantee you there would be testimonies about the presence of God being real in our lives, real in our marriage, real in our families. So because the individual took some time and began to gain vision, it changed the home and now the family has begun to gain vision. And now when these families gather together during the week as a church, as a congregation, now the church has gained vision. Now what would happen if every church in America did this? Imagine all across America. In the county where I live alone, there are over 350 churches. Imagine if every congregation in this county did what I just said. Imagine how it would, it would revolutionize this county. And the presence of God would begin to move in our homes, not just in our homes, but then in our community, 
in our businesses and lives of unbelievers would be changed just because some people began to gain vision. Folks, I believe that this is God's heart for every individual to have the blinders taken off of them. And many of us are already seeing, but also circumstances in this world in, in recent years has played a part that we, we've lost our way. We're not sure of the future. I don't need to be sure of the future. I just need to be sure that my relationship with God is correct. We can't live in sin anymore. Sin separates us from God. We can't be focused on ourself anymore. That selfishness, that is pride. And God says, I resist the proud. What we need is God's grace. We need God to give us a new heart to step up and fulfill the commission upon the church to be ambassadors in the last days. And it's only going to come as we seek Him. And He will begin to give us a fresh vision, a fresh understanding of who He is. So this is an introduction to Torchbearer Leadership Development. Once we gain this vision, once our vision is clear and we are focused on Jesus, we begin to see what is truly valuable to Him. A lot of what the church has been praying for and fighting for, it doesn't matter, folks. It's just temporal. God's got His mind on what will matter in eternity. His Word is eternal. His Holy Spirit is eternal. His kingdom is eternal. So why are we so occupied with temporal things? So when we gain vision, we begin to gain a value of what is precious to God and what means a lot to Him. Now when we gain that vision and we begin to see what is valuable, as a result we see what's making us vulnerable. Well, what do you mean vulnerable? Meaning there are no longer things in my life that are sucking out of me life and, and resources and the anointing, the Holy Spirit of God, the call of God upon my life being wasted on other things. We are being made vulnerable to things that are attacking us and pulling us down, trying to convince us that God is less than who He says He is, and as a result, we are less than who He says we are. But all this comes back with vision. All this comes as we begin to value what He values. All this comes when we see what has made us vulnerable. The church is about to be strengthened as never before. Let me pray for you before we go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just bless those watching this video. I declare right now healing in your body in the mighty name of Jesus. I release life into your body that every sickness, every disease, every diagnosis that has been placed upon you, I break those as a curse right now. I break it in the name of Jesus and I release the healing power of Jesus Christ and His blood through His suffering. I declare that your hearts are healed and made whole, that all the rejection, all the depression, all the criticism that has come after you, I break that off of you now in Jesus' name, and I bless you that your heart is whole and healed. 
I bless your mind that you begin to think with the mind of Christ, that you gain understanding of who he is and his ways. And I bless your spirit that the word of God within you begins to feed you and strengthen you and the Holy Spirit that lives within you is more real to you than ever before. In the name of Jesus, I declare this.